Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, uh, an objective viewer, ultra-professional. Try to professionally handle with... Shall I read the email from yesterday? Yes, that's what I'm trying to recall. No, (laughs) just kidding. All right, yes, I'm a very poor uh, co-host here, and I only play a liberal on the radio. you're wonderful. Uh, And... Strikingly handsome. Right, and that's that's twice as much. I was going to say that's my October allotment times two. Right, so you're so ahead. I can I don't have to say anything in November. That is not how it works. <laughs> Sorry. So it's just a bonus. That's one, a and freebie. You get it. Okay. <laughs> All right, welcome on board, everybody, and across from me, uh, the man who is so glad to be known as Papa to two very young men around here who are just uh, super smart and having a fabulous life. We hope, and uh, they would be his great grandkids. No, I don't have any great grandchildren. I have grandchildren. Oh, but they're great. They are period. great, right? But you said great grandchildren makes me sound like Methuselah. <laughs> well, oh, thank you, no, Sonny. No, no, no. You can have uh, a lot of my uh, peers in high school that are in my class on Facebook. They have great grandchildren. They really. All you have to do is have kids every twenty years. I mean, it's okay, not well. like it's a you know some bizarre anomaly. All right. Well, not everybody has children at age 19. No, or, or 20, 20 or 21. But a lot do, and they're All grateful right. for it. And then at, at 40, they're grandchildren. At 60, they're great-grandchildren. So. Well, I, my son was born after, and I was 25, so it's easy for me to remember how old he is. He's 25 years younger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Almost everyone is, Joe. <laughs> You're right. I've noticed that. <laughs> All right. Especially the doctors. You know, yeah, I remember how uh, the late Lois Haddon uh, used to get such a kick out of her because she said the one thing she noticed about being old is that medical professionals called her honey and dear and sweetie. Yeah. I'm going to stick you with this needle now, sweetie. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, everybody is young. You are right. Yeah, the doctors in particular, you know, it's funny to look at a kid that looks like they're 19 years old and they're a doctor now. I wonder why that is. Are older doctors retiring sooner? Well, Dr. Pagana, he stayed at it for a long time. Right, he did. Um, but he's not practicing right now. No, but his daughter is. So okay. that's we started with John. Now it's Dr. The Jessica. family takes care of us. We've trusted the Paganas to take care of us. All right. Great family of medical people around here. Chuck and Jack and the boys. So and John. All right. Absolutely. Boy, they're all over the place. Yep. But you can't shake. Uh, <laughs> ah, never mind. You can't switch. No, don't say it. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. That man I was describing a moment ago is Joe McGranahan. He's a former CEO and COO and president and manager and sales manager. He's done it all here over the years, uh, kept us going, was a forward-thinking leader back in the day, and uh, really was one of the real geniuses in programming. And so even in his deteriorated state, he's still smarter than me. What? I said deteriorated state. Boy, I, I love how you give hand out compliments and then the, the needle's always there. Well, you're still smarter <laughs> than me. 
Even on your worst That's day. That's a low bar, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to comment on any of the things in the news, we have President uh, Biden taking uh, the uh, Texas law to the U.S. Supreme Court, trying to intervene there. So the Department of Justice, I believe, did do that yesterday. So that is happening. But he's busy sneaking in immigrants into the middle of the country in the middle of the night in airplanes. Oh, okay. Well, we'll hear about that in one second, so we can talk about that. Maybe COVID. We have more boosters in the news and the overall rate of COVID-19 nationwide is going down, but Pennsylvania is still at the top of the bell curve. We have a couple of good days from time to time then a couple of bad days. Uh, so we're, as uh, Eric, our great listener, pointed out, we are not declining in cases the way the rest of the nation is. But, of course, we love to be unvaccinated in Pennsylvania, so that, well, it's amazing that, that is our the, uh, fate. Chambersburg-Waynesboro area, where I once lived, mm-hmm. uh, is one of the real hot spots in Pennsylvania. Big surge. Big surge down there. Well, I think part of it is you get a mix of uh, individuals who we consider minorities, so some of whom are vaccine hesitant, and you get a mix of conservatives, so some of whom are vaccine hesitant, and then there's a mix across the board of everybody else. You probably only have about a 55 or 60 percent vaccination rate down there, as opposed to around here, where some of the numbers are lower than that, except Montour County. That's all eggheads. Well, They're much smarter there. I have a call coming in, but one of my friends, uh, my wife's friends, uh, she and her husband both con- went to the beach and came back and wound up with COVID, and they both were vaccinated, and one of them had the booster shot. Okay. So it's nothing to mess around with. I will I will not argue with Eric on that point when All he right. calls in. So we can talk about things in Washington, D.C., or COVID, which is global, or any other issue you wish to discuss. Give us a buzz, 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. You can text us at 70236. you got to include the keyword. OTM in that text, or it doesn't hit our screen here. You got to put that OTM in there. We had one of our listeners and emailed the newsroom says, "Why won't they read my text? I'm a great local conservative. Are they bypassing conservative texts?" And then we found out that he wasn't putting in the OTM. So yeah, you have to put in the seven zero two three six, and then the subject line. The first couple letters have to be OTM on the mark. So OTM. where does it go if they don't put the OTM? Doesn't go it anywhere. And outer space, it never gets delivered. We just don't get it. No. Even if you uh, you like this screen where you. You pick whether you want OTM or the news text connects or the uh, like the station promotions and so on. Even if you don't put, you have to put something there for it to go anywhere. There's no default where you know it goes into. Well, then an you invest. would think it would at least bounce back to the person who sent it, saying, "Hey, you didn't complete the address." It doesn't bounce back, but they don't get their reply that says it went through. Oh, you know, okay. everybody who gets a through gets a, "Hey, it went through." If it doesn't go through, you don't get a, "Hey, it didn't go through." <laughs> well, that would make sense. <laughs> but if it goes through, you get a got through. Okay. All right. I think I understand that. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, We'll have Stan. He's probably our most prolific texter. He's certainly uh, one or two in that uh, realm. Good morning, Stan. Thank you so much for for calling in today. Yeah, you mentioned that Biden's, you know, his administration is fighting in court, taking it to the Supreme Court, I guess it is, uh, Texas abortion law. Now, and he says it's because it goes against Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade allows abortion. Supposedly, they call it the law of the land, although I don't believe it's ever passed in any legislation. But whatever. The Texas law only stops abortion once a heartbeat is detected. Correct? Yeah, but many people think that's too early. Well, yeah, but it doesn't stop abortion, correct? It doesn't halt it. It doesn't prohibit it. It just means you have to get it. The argument I've heard on the other side is that some women don't even know they're pregnant at that point. 
Well, but it still doesn't prevent someone from getting an abortion. Well, it does under under the circumstances. They have to, to not fall under the criteria. Well, but <laughs> abortion is still illegal. What I mean, still legal in Texas. It's whether there's always stipulations. First, it was not after the first trimester. Now it's not after the second trimester they're trying to get through. And now some of the Democrats want it up till the moment of birth. So there's always criteria, correct? Well, no argument there. But so, I, mean, I think the you know, argument for them to fight it is ludicrous. <laughs> Well, it's the most restrictive abortion law in the U.S. It's meant to bar many, many, many women who wish to have that form of uh, health care or birth control uh, done. Well, don't refer to it as birth control. Now you're getting on shaky ground. I think it should not oh, be yeah. birth control. Well, it's a, it's a private health care decision. You know, it's funny how if we try to put a mask on Stan, he'll fight you until we both fall off the ledge. But if you try to, <laughs> if a woman tries to control her body, oh, no, no, this is a white old males have to be in control. Here. We got to do that. That's our prerogative. It's not for men to decide. It's for women to decide what not they do with their bodies. He, I'm not letting him interrupt me. In other words, <laughs> okay. go ahead. Go okay. ahead, Stan. But that's that's not the problem. Women have complete control of their bodies. Unless, okay, there. I, I'll give you the two exceptions that I would allow abortion: rape and incest. Okay, those are two exceptions. Well, they say with. Uh, What's the other one? The health Medical of the mother. Medical emergency, help, health, of, health of a woman. But how many cases does that affect per year? Probably next to zero. But anyways, women have complete control over their bodies to allow themselves to become pregnant, okay? That is under their purview. They have ways to prevent it. Men have ways to help prevent it, okay? It, goes to, it takes two to tango. All right. It's time for the two to tango take responsibility for their actions. Well, I guess that's a simplistic way to look at it. If you're so true, no, it is. It's <laughs> it's a way to well, look. How do you at make it. it more complex? I mean, I think Stan's gotten right to the nub of the thing. Oh, I'll, I'll make it tango. as simple as possible. It's not for us to decide what women do with their bodies. Period. How's that oh, for a simple decision? Oh, 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 oh okay. But so it is for the government for to decide okay. what we do with ours. The government has the right to decide what we do with ours. We must have a vaccine, or we're going to be fired from our jobs, or we can't. I just saw they fired the football coach of, I think, Washington State. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, because well, he refused to take the vaccine. Well, first of all, Washington and four State, of his assistant coaches. Washington State is a private organization. If they so choose it's a to... state-run college. Well, so what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> a private institution. It isn't a government entity. They enjoy... Yes, it is. It's, Penn State's it is. a government entity. No, it isn't, Joe. <laughs> You're sadly mistaken. Who, gets, who funds it? Anyway, but vaccine <laughs> mandates, it isn't for everybody in the whole U.S., every citizen. Now, the government does have the ability to control workplace rules and health safety guidelines, so that's why vaccine <laughs> mandates are uh, there. I don't even know that they're legal. You know, they are being tested in court. I have always thought that a vaccine mandate is, uh, you know, not really an ideal thing. I think you should give people information, show them that it works, and tell them what happens if they don't, and let them decide. But be that as it may, there are many private entities and some uh, larger companies and with a mandate now. But in any event, all the way back around to women's uh, abortion. Well, before we go off of that, okay, Penn State state's $2.9 billion budget is funded by three main sources, tuition dollars, the state appropriation, and funding from the federal government. Right, but it's not that, run by the state. Didn't you notice this during the who whole pays, Who pays the college president? 
It's done by the university. And where does the university get its money? It gets some of its <laughs> Look, I'm not going to have a Penn State argument. If you want to talk about abortion, <laughs> let's do it. If you want to cloud it and obfuscate, to use your word. Obfuscate. Right, which is your favorite word. Uh, if you wish to deflect, go ahead and do that. The deflector-in-chief is in, folks. Women have the right to choose whether or not they have an abortion. Right, but still, then you're saying... You guys are just interested in onerous restrictions. But you're saying if women have that right, and I, I'm on the side, I'm on your side with, um, well, no, I guess I'm not on your side with abortion because I oppose it, but I mean, if the government can tell me I have to get a vaccine or I can't work. You know, how does that how does that not the government telling me what I have to do with my body? Why isn't it my body my choice? Well, they are able to set up health care and safety rules in the workplace because if companies had done it on their own decades ago, we wouldn't have such a big workplace regulation. But companies for a long time have said uh, the health and safety of the workers is not important. We're only interested in the dollar, and that's why we have these rules. That's right. There are no altruistic companies. They're all greedy. You sound You're starting to sound like Tom. Okay. Anyway, Stan, I've used up tons of your time today. I'm surprised you've allowed that. Well, he was trying to interrupt you, but you were <laughs> trying to interrupt. I mean, it's that's all. That's all I'm going to say about the abortion thing because it's still legal in Texas. It's just there's stipulations, just like everything else. There's stipulations. Now, as far as workplace safety and, and the COVID thing, I think that's a punch of hooey. And they still haven't posted any regulations about that. They're just spouting off, and all these companies are are dutifully. Uh, you know, following along like the sheep they are, you know, because they don't want hassles from the government, which I understand. I don't like hassles from the government neither when he comes walking through the door, you know, to do an inspection. Well, you know, that's that's irregardless. There was a great article that was sent to me uh, from MSNBC, uh, you know, basically... It wasn't sent from MSNBC. No, it wasn't. It was sent to me, I said, by a friend, and it's from MSNBC, where they're coming down. It was written by Michael Cohen. It's coming down on President Biden. And one of the things he talks about was the fact that Biden is getting blamed for uh, the COVID virus now. But the president uh, said has agency on this issue. He did not announce his plan for vaccine mandates until early. September. While federal employees and members of the military are now required to be vaccinated, amazingly, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration still hasn't issued guidelines for employers to oppose man- uh, to impose mandates on their workers. So, of course not, because they know they can't. They'll, they'll be fought in court, and I don't know what the outcomes with the courts, you never know. But that, that's irregardless. But you say it, you know, it, it helps us. What about all the companies that have less than 100 employees? Don't they matter? They still have to follow fall under uh, OSHA rules and regulations. So what's the difference? Yeah, I don't know. That's How's a good. That? Yep, that's a good question. I'm not sure why the cutoff for larger companies. Uh, yeah, excellent question. Well, I think maybe but the argument would, might be that the more people work there, the more chance there is for it to be spread among a larger group of people. Well, but you could have a hundred uh, people that are on the road that are salespeople, and they still have to get vaccinated, even though they never see each other. Or you could have ten people who work in very close quarters, like uh, where Young Stan does. There, you know, his immediate peers. He's with them all the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the one did have COVID, and I was right beside him, four feet away or less, mm-hmm. when, he, when, when he came down with it. And I'm still here, didn't get it. Why? Why? I didn't get vaccinated. Why is that? Because nobody knows what, how it's happening and why it's happening. It's just out there, and it's going to be out there. But until they allow proper uh, 
therapeutics to treat this disease instead of just everybody has to get vaccinated. This is never going to go away. It's never going to be solved. But they fight the therapeutics. Someone has posed a question for you, and I'm not certain I understand it. said, ask Stan if Pete should have abortion his child. Ask Stan if Pete Buttigieg should have aborted (laughs) his child. That's not what it says. (laughs) I understand the question, but that's a stupid question because Petey... Petey didn't have the child. He adopted the the two the twins. I think they're twins, aren't they? I think they were twins. There's a pair. I don't know. I think they, he adopted them. <laughs> we don't. So, we don't you know, the mother twins. the mother of those children did the right thing. And Petey, yep, he stepped up, and him and his husband adopted them. Now, I think things the kids, well, the future will determine what happens to those kids and how they're, you know how they think and, and, and whatever, but that's uh, irregardless. Those kids were saved by people that want to take care of them. All right? I don't have a problem with that. All right, but if the parent, you know, if the mother had to have the, thought she needed to have the abortion, she's the one who has to live with that. I don't think it's right. She has to live with it. And, by the way, it is not a form of reproductive service. There's no reproducing going on there. All, All right. right? We got you. That's how they list it. Now, one, one thing, I'm going to ask you a question. You can answer whatever, however you want. Have you seen the clip about Biden, with Biden? I don't know what, what the speech was about, but he started mumbling or whispering. He did his whisper thing, and then he started shouting and pounding the thing about there being fewer democracies now than there was 15 years ago. <laughs> yes, I, I have did no see idea that. what I've seen the clip, but I don't know what it pertains it's to. It's supposedly a that. deep Maybe fake. Maybe Rob can find the audio for us. Yeah, it's supposedly a deep fake. So. Oh, it's not true. It's supposedly not true. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's supposedly what, not true. Well, that's what folks were saying on social media. Just like the clip could be fake, the comment saying it's deep fake could be fake. I didn't look into it, but yeah, it's uh, well, it's it's like that one they had of uh, was it Hillary Clinton or no Nancy Pelosi where words are slurred and so. On. Oh, okay. She's obviously struggling. But it's pretty I mean, realistic. Standing, standing at the podium in front of the flag, yeah. I don't know what it's for. That's why I'm asking. I don't know. You know, and, and if it is real, ooh, it's very disturbing. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, he loses very. his place. All right. Thank you yeah, so much, thanks, Stan. Man. Really, really appreciate it. Always a great way to start the show. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565, as is the job of our audience to correct Joe. Lower right-hand corner, Joe. Uh, I agree with this. Washington State is a public university, not a private university. They're correcting you. Oh, you said they weren't. Uh, they were a private enterprise. They're not. They're a public university. No, they're pr- they're a private organization. No, they're not. They're a public entity. But it doesn't matter. They still operate independently. They have their own board. They decide how they spend their money. They, they may use some funding from Washington State if they're like Penn State. Penn State just gets a tiny sliver. I know you said it's one third. It's significantly less than that. It's a tiny sliver of their budget comes from the state, and they are not a state-run university. They're a state-affiliated. Well, university. it says Penn State's two point. $9 billion is funded by three main sources, tuition dollars, the state appropriation, and funding. So $2.9 billion is not a small amount of money. I didn't and deny it. I'm just saying that the uh, contribution to Penn State, and that's why they had all this autonomy when the legislature wanted to control them during the Sandusky affair. They said, no, we're independent. When we wish to be independent, we're independent. When we wish to be state-affiliated, like we need more money, guess what? We're a state-affiliated school. Hey, call us now. We'd love uh, fact Checking is our favorite activity. Correcting me, correcting Joe. It's like a full-time job out there for folks. one 800 
Go ahead. I just wanted to tell you that uh, Governor Tom Wolf, for his anticipated signature, his budget includes $242.1 million for Penn State University, $54.96 million for Penn State's Agricultural Research and Extension, and $26.74 million for Pennsylvania College of Technology. And what percentage of Penn State's overall budget is that? Well, their whole overall budget was $2.9 billion. What percent? So that's about 10%. So you're saying that's like a controlling interest. Two hundred forty-two billion, three billion, three uh, three hundred million. Yeah, which we know it isn't. <laughs> All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got one call coming in, but we'll take more comers. Email us at on the mark at wkok.com and text us at seven zero two three six. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right. First of all, one of our good listeners who is not conservative says Stan himself has got to be a deep fake, says Tom. So thank you for that. Tom and Stan have this love-hate uh, relationship uh, oh, going. Yeah. <laughs> Another listener right here, Joe. So the socioeconomic demographic with the highest percentage of vaccine hesitancy are those people with doctorate degrees. All right. Perfect. Thank you, sir. Don't know how they know that. And uh, the State Department IG is going to probe the Biden administration's chaotic uh, Afghanistan withdrawal. That would be the Fox guarding the hen house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fox investigating the hen house. Well, and what, you know, is there any independent entity in Washington anymore? You know, everybody is so partisan. Get an independent council. Marianne, you are on the mark. Thank you so much for calling from Shemokin, PA. Oh, you're welcome. I'm just calling to tell Joe I think he does a terrific job. He's my favorite host on the show. Uh, in fact, I don't even like to listen when he isn't on. Uh, he's sharp as a tack. He's respectful to all callers, in my opinion, even when he's being criticized. And uh, he doesn't lose his cool. Uh, I think he does a terrific job. And, by the way, Mark, you're always teasing him about his age, uh, as, as though he's as old as Methuselah, but we don't hear about your age. How old are you? Sixty-two. <laughs> And he's oh, okay. Joe's 70. <laughs> His goatee is white, I'll tell you that. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's all I wanted to say. I Thank you very you much. I think you do a terrific job. Thanks. Appreciate your call. Call every okay. day. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. Enough Bye. is enough. All right. Bye. Thank you. Yep, we appreciate that. All right, Bob, next up on the radio, go right ahead. Yeah, good morning. Uh, you guys were talking yesterday about prices of food and stuff going up in the store. Well, people are getting paid higher wages today, so they have to make it up somewhere. And as far as gas in New York City being four or five dollars, it's always been four or five dollars in New York City if you ever go there. And as far as people putting labels on other people for being in the same sex marriage, they're just married couples, you know. You don't label people, they're just married. You don't say it's a she or a he, it's they're married. 
I got gotcha. you. Okay. What else? Uh, as far as public servants go, I mean, there's a lot of people, prison guards, uh, people on city council and stuff like that. They're not supposed to take time off when they have a child. I mean, just because Pete Buttigieg makes $200,000 a year or a little more, I wish I would have had a parent that made that kind of money when I was growing up. We were lucky to have $500 a month with six kids. Okay. Mm. Well, money doesn't ensure happiness or fabulous well, parenting. It, it helps you get what you need, and I'm sure they'll be great parents. And uh, I bet the child turns out to be somebody that ends up in Washington just like uh, he did. And, uh, you know, as far as uh, children and stuff like that, your animals are the same thing. You have to do the same thing for your animals as you do your children. You have to take them to the vet. You have to, you know, sometimes you got to wipe their butt, too. So uh, I just wanted to straighten things out with people so that they're not so negative about other people. You know, we're supposed to be a, a great country, and all we have are people picking on people and putting people down. Right. So that's all I have to say. Well, you might be interested in knowing that gas prices in New York are the highest that they've been in seven years. So, I mean, that's whether you like it or not. I don't care what the prices have been. Well, we got to pay it. I got a notice in the mail. My electric rate's going to go up at PPL. What am I going to do about it? Pay it, right? There's well, you can shop do. around online and try and find a better rate. That's what I do every year. Yeah, and if you go to Surplus Outlet in Norway, I bet you can get a dozen of eggs for 99 cents. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Not ninety, okay. not ninety-nine. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they have a sign out. Okay, all right. I all believe right. it. Thank have you so much, Bob. All right, all right. So I, uh, boy, a chaotic open to the show, but uh, chaotic. Good, good half hour. I didn't think it was so chaos. Good. Okay, sorry. <laughs> what was it? Fast paced. It was fast paced, and that's what we what we do here. We do fast paced. Was it your favorite topic and word for a mixed topic? A dog's breakfast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's because people feed their dog a lot of different things. I don't morning. think they do. I think most dogs get dog food. <laughs> well, not our dogs when okay. we had them. <laughs> they right, ate, they ate fairly con- well. Continue. To be continued. To be continued. Joe, did you grow up in privilege or poverty? Uh, closer to poverty than privilege. Oh, okay. All right. So we are going to explore that a lot further in the next hour. You are listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury. Thanks to Sammy Tyler, who found my phone. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. Rob Center's there. He's about to answer the phone because there's one call coming in, but you can join the queue there. Uh, call 1 800 795 We're talking about what a great job Joe does. Uh, yesterday, one of our good listeners said I was doing an above satisfactory job, so we appreciate that. And uh, we're talking about President Biden. What kind of job is he doing? We're talking about the Texas 
this abortion law. One of our good listeners suggests that it isn't a restrictive abortion law. You can get an abortion anytime you want, as long as uh, you can't hear the heartbeat and it's not after six weeks. But uh, up until then, hey, you, you got a f- green light. You can text us your remark, as a couple of folks have done at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Call us 1-800-795-9565. Text uh, or no, email us at onthemarkatwkwk.com and on the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. I'll have lots more to say about them a little bit later on. Some very brief news headlines. Congressman Keller was speaking to the Susquehanna Valley Conservatives yesterday about the Build Back Better bill, which he does not support. It didn't even emanate from Congress the right way. When you look at what's happened here with this, this bill was put together with a couple senators and a couple reps in the White House. Speaker Pelosi, Leader Schumer, the President, and a couple people got together in the White House. That's not the way the founders of our republic envisioned this to work. Everybody's representatives were to have input on what happens. He says he has given some limited support to the infrastructure bill, though that's a separate bill. Pennsylvania Capital Star reporting joined by students, advocates, and state lawmakers. Governor Wolf yesterday uh, unveiled four bills for the legislature calling It's On Us PA to prevent sexual assault and uh, on college campuses. He says yes means yes and no means no as part of it. That's called affirmative consent standards and colleges would have to make sure that they had that uh, clear for students. Call if you can, but text if you can't. Uh, We're talking about 911 in Snyder and Union Counties and all of the Valley. All you have to do is place 911 into the two box and then go down to the message portion of your text and type in what you need. And our 911 communicator will receive that on their screen and send you back an automated where are you response. And then that's going to start that dialogue. Snyder in Union County, Central Susquehanna Regional 911 uh, Executive Director Brigham Bob making the announcement. It does work for all counties around here, he said. Uh, dispatchers uh, say that they are ready to take a text uh, at uh, the Snyder in Union County 911 Center. President Joe Biden will travel to Scranton tomorrow. The White House says he'll be there to rally support for the Congress for the social service initiatives and climate change package. That's part of the $3.5 billion bill that is in Washington. Former President Trump Monday filed a civil lawsuit against the House January 6th committee in an effort to block the release of documents related to his actions on that particular day in the filing. President Trump referred to the committee's investigation as an illegal fishing expedition. And everybody out there, if you're not vaccinated, the CDC is out with holiday travel guidance. It's just plain and simple. Unvaccinated, you're advised to stay home. (laughs) I love that. If you're vaccinated, there's a thousand criteria. If you're unvaccinated and you must travel, there's a thousand criteria. But their advice, if you're unvaccinated, is stay home. All right, upper right-hand corner, Joe. All right, the vaccine hesitancy study uh, that mentioned the fact that uh, people with PhDs were most likely to be vaccine hesitant was performed by Columbia University. Also, the transitory, uh, you've covered up the word, inflation has been shown, is being shown no signs of being very transitory. 
in transitory, I'm not certain I get this, in transitory since the gas price here in the Berwick giant just increased four cents right before my very eyes. Well, I think he's pointing out what is a real truth is that I think when inflation started to go up, uh, the administration said that the uh, inflation spike was going to be like this little blip on the radar. You'll barely detect it till things go back to normal. Well, you know, the, the administration is what? spending <laughs> millions and millions of dollars to fly illegal immigrants all over the country. Isn't that money that could be spent toward um, helping American citizens? That money is not allocated Lowering their citizens. Cost? It is oh, allocated so, well, why for would we allocate money for homeland illegal? security and immigration and everything else. Homeland security? And, and you've already received over $3,000 from the federal government, and you're saying that you're not getting any help from the government. No, I'm just, just saying that there are people who need additional help, and to the extent that we're spending our resources on people who are not citizens of the United States and allowing them in when the Supreme Court has said maintain the stay in Mexico policy or reinstate it, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to me to be flying them all over the country. What? Something in, from Washington that doesn't make <laughs> sense? That was bound to happen. I mean, I, I can understand Congressman Keller being upset about the infrastructure bill, but I mean, I think we need to stop this too. Uh, you know, if, if, if I broke the law consistently, if and one of the things you take an oath to do is to uphold the laws. Okay. And he's not upholding the laws, the immigration laws of this country. I think he should be charged with that. Well, maybe we should have his Department of Justice. Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah, I'm sure Merrick Garland <laughs> will get right on it. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Eric, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. There's a caller after you. Go right ahead. But we're happy to accept your call, Eric, as always. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for taking the call. I'm saddened this morning, uh, guys. I really am. Um, saddened over the passing of Colin Powell. I thought he was a great American. Um, initially, I think he had politics leaning on the uh, Republican side, uh, served under President uh, George W. Bush, and then later had some views that maybe not always following what the Republican uh, you know, mandate would be and so forth. But I think overall, a, a great American who should be emulated and, and uh, you know, appreciated. But what saddens me even more and actually, you know, concerns me this morning is we find out that even though he was vaccinated um, and obviously getting great care under Walter Reed, uh, you know, Army Hospital, one of the great best places to get health care in the United States, he still died from complications from COVID. But Eric, that, he, had, he had a rare blood cancer. That okay. uh, multiple myeloma. Yeah, myeloma. myeloma. Yeah, so, I mean, that was a really a serious underlying condition that he had. Okay, but he still was vaccinated, and he still did pick up COVID. Right. No, no argument there. But. Okay. So, so here's my point. Um, I had hoped and prayed that uh, after we have the approval of the shots for um, everyone up to you know up through kiddos and everything, and once the rest of my family uh, was inoculated, um, I could move on from this from this whole campaign I'm having almost independently here. On, on the mark to say, hey, we need to get everyone inoculated so we we don't uh, we don't uh, you know aren't preying on other people uh, by omission or commission by those refusing to get the shots. But now I can't because because this is showing to me that uh, even though we have people who are are going to be you know fully vaccinated, uh, there's there's a case here of, of one getting the greatest care available in America still picked up COVID and still died. Because obviously somebody would carry it into him, and he picked it up from somewhere. Well, you could be a fatalist, like some people I know who subscribe to the philosophy that when your number's up, it's up. 
I'm not a fatalist. If I was a fatalist, I would I would sit back on my hands and just say, hey, you, all you people out there, I don't care about you. I happen to care about a lot of people, and I care about my parents. And my parents are the age of Mr. Powell, one's older, one's younger, and they're both compromised with medical conditions. Or I would say at least you know a great number of our folks out there. And so my point is this, you know, this is not going to be done once we can inoculate everybody and make everyone eligible. It's not going to be done until we, we take the steps necessary to make sure, as we did with smallpox, as we did with, with measles, as we did with many things, that this is another requirement, that if you want to be part of society, if you want to go to school, if you want to be in the healthcare industry, if you want to serve other people through, through service like the police unions, like a policeman, you have to get the shot. It's just part of being an active and responsible member of society. And when people believe that they have the right to make their own determination about what health care items and what protections they pursue, they should pay the ultimate price, which is banishment from society. <laughs> uh, well, stay at home. what's between this and, and uh, the smallpox vaccine, Joe? Well, the difference is that the smallpox actually was a terrible, I mean, it was terrible disease, and it left you not only dead in many instances, depending on what version of it you got, but it left you horribly disfigured. You know, like COVID it, isn't killing people? But here's the difference. The vaccine prevents it. It doesn't. The COVID vaccine does not prevent the disease, Eric, as you've just so eloquently yeah, illuminated. It does. it does, too. No, it doesn't. It prevents it, people it from getting it. tremendously if enough people out there get it. Well, even but even what we're with saying that, is that, that, there's still what? How many? You know, fifty percent of the people in Susquehanna Valley refusing to get the okay. shot. Okay, I've gotten it. I've gotten both shots. I'll get the booster so when I. it's out. But that's my choice. I'm not afraid of the vaccine. I think in order to see my grandsons, in order to be able to live the limited life we're living right now, because my wife and I still don't. Uh, go out and do egregious, take egregious chances. Well, I mean, you weren't exactly a ball of fire before the pandemic. Well, admittedly, Let's get you're right. that out of the <laughs> Thank way. Thank you very much for pointing that out. No, I was and, not. Why aren't you, Joe? Why, why aren't you? Why I'm not a, not a ball, ball of fire? fire. <laughs> no, no, why aren't you going out like you were before? Because I worry, my level, my personal sense of responsibility, my personal sense of safety dictates, and because of some uh, health issues for members of my family, uh, I don't have, but they do, and out of uh, out of my desire to protect them, my desire to protect them, not the government's desire to tell me how to protect them. That's what I choose to do. Because other people are refusing to get the shot, uh, they're infringing upon your rights to No, they're to not. Go out, no, they? they absolutely are not. Uh, because I have the option to go out. I believe that the vaccine is protected, it will protect me to a certain extent. I'm not going to run up to somebody who's coughing and sneezing and say, hey, cough at me. I want to see if I get sick. But on the other hand, I'm not going to, you know, well, I do actually try and stay away from people. <laughs> All right, Michael, Eric, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric, thank you so much for calling in. Okay, gentlemen, I appreciate the time. Thanks, really Eric. Take care. Mike, thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. Yeah, I originally wanted to speak about the divided states of mass delusion that we're living in, but I want to follow <laughs> up on the previous caller. Uh, he seems to be uh, embracing the narrative that the pandemic is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Well, to me, that's another false narrative because we're finding out that you know, obviously vaccinated people can get it, vaccinated people can die from it, and vaccinated people can spread it. So as it stands right now, the vaccine is not stopping uh, COVID. Now, it's preventing some people from dying, but it's not preventing it. And if everyone were to get it, the vaccine, the general consensus is that COVID still is not going away. So to me, 
it just falls in line with the narratives that come out of Washington that are specifically designed to divide people. Well, I'm not certain that's exactly the objective. That may be the way it winds up, because frankly, I have a lot of trouble with these absolute mandates where people are losing their jobs because of what they refused, or they refused to get the vaccine. You know, I can understand imposing restrictions on them. If you want to say in our workplace we were either vaccinated or we have to be tested or you have to wear a mask. Well, they argue that it's not even a mandate. It's just a change in the working conditions, that there are a hundred things that you can't do when you're at a workplace. One of them is being unvaccinated. Well, I'm not certain that's a valid legal I'm just point. telling you that's okay. one of the arguments. Go, go ahead, uh, Mike. Okay, so, Joe, here's my, here's my position. Okay, we live in a country where half of the people are going to agree with what I'm going to say and half of the people aren't. Okay, and the, what I'm saying are, are the narratives coming out of Washington. Okay, one, the Afghanistan evacuation was a great success. Two, our border is closed. Three, inflation is transitory. Four, build back better is paid for already. It's not going to cost anything. Half of the people say that is the gospel, and the other half of the people say that's BS. And if we live in a society like that, if the psych believes all those things are true in the gospel, they're okay with people losing their jobs. They're okay with people being fired and losing their retirement. And, and, and to me, you're absolutely right. It is, a, it is a freedom. We just had a letter in our paper on Sunday, I believe it was. Someone came up from Philadelphia, and they claim that the unvaccinated people in this area probably gave him the virus. He's 70 <laughs> really? Years old. He's, yes. He's 70 years old, vaccinated twice. But he says the people up in this area... They, they just want to have the freedom to spread the virus and basically spread the virus and kill people is what he's saying. Well, he has the freedom to avoid us if he so chooses. <laughs> yeah, nobody told him to well, come yeah, here, did they? <laughs> that was my first response. You know what? If you're going to venture out into areas that you know, quote, are dangerous, you're pretty stupid, buddy. That's what I have to say to <laughs> Yeah, I recently went on thin ice, but you'll guess what? I got all wet. But that's the argument I've been making for some time. All of us have to decide what level of comfort we, we want and what level of protection is necessary to achieve that comfort. And I don't think we can impose our, our particular standards on everybody else in society. Joe? I'm going to agree with you 100% because that, that is exactly the way I'm living my life with my underlying conditions. But at the end of the day, and this is the last thing I'm going to say, we have a party in Washington right now that's trying to gain total control. And, and one of the ways they're doing that is they're trying to tell everybody that they can solve every person's individual single problem with a new program, and they're trying to fix everything and they're keeping their eye off of the big ball of the major problems that are affecting this society. And, and, I, and I'm just appalled that the average American is not jumping up and down in arms about these secret flights coming into cities and, and dropping off illegal aliens all over the country. I mean, that, that is just disgusting. And I, I mean, listen, I feel for the people trying to have a better life, but we have laws, we have regulations, we have procedures, we should be following them not making it up as we go. And, and to me, Biden's violating the law, and someone should uh, find the grounds to impeach him now.
You know, I, I know that if President, well, they thought President Trump was violating certain parts of the law and they were screaming for his impeachment. Well, President Biden, if he isn't, ignore, if he isn't outright defying this law, he's ignoring it, and that still is not, uh, not a good thing for this republic. Which law is he violating? Immigration laws. He knows what they are. Which law is he violating, though? He's violating the law that says you have to come into this country properly. And the law that says, oh, well, I guess it was President uh, Trump's edict, stay in Mexico. He violated that. He canceled all the things that were keeping our borders safe on day one. And now he doesn't want to assume responsibility now for the he's mayhem. he's violating the law. Okay. Now, the, all right, look it's up the immigration law laws. <laughs> I'm not going to do your homework. If you say he's violating the law, well, you I don't believe, believe you. You don't believe what I look up. I told you what Penn I'm, State's I'm, getting from the state. I'm not saying that you're false. I'm, I'm just saying that if he is violating the law, well, somebody should do something. All right, 1-800. Uh, thank you, Mike. Anything else quickly? Yeah, you, you get the last word, Mike. Uh, well, the last word is, gentlemen, have a good day. And, and all you people that say everybody has to be vaccinated to end this, why are you know, jumping up and down screaming about all the people that come across the border that aren't vaccinated? Good point. All right. We got you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. Mike. Right. Take care. 1-800-795-9565. Like Eric, like Mike, everybody's got an open mic here on WKOK, and you can talk about the topic of your selection. And we've been talking about President Biden. Joe's going to read the rest of this clipping about individuals. Uh, uh, they call it a clandestine operation, but it seems to me we seem to know quite a bit about this big secret. But well, we'll Why talk are they about doing it in the middle of the night, Mark? I don't, they're not, so proud of it. If it's such a wonderful thing, why are we <laughs> hiding? I, I don't know. That's a good question. But I also think the fact that you don't know the answer to your questions is very telling. So you're only asking pointed <laughs> questions, but not looking for the answers. Well, let's ask Jen Saki. I'm sure she'll have an <laughs> amount of bovine excrement to explain <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. She's, uh, you know, you have to start to wonder, is it better to just put your president in front of a few reporters on the White House lawn once a day for five minutes, you know, very selective with President Trump, or to do daily, daily download, well, you know, download the, every everybody time. Everybody came down on Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and I thought she did a good job. Now, Jen Psaki certainly does spread the manure that the administration once spread, but I don't think she's been forthcoming, and she certainly is mean to some of these reporters. And <laughs> Maybe they got it coming. Who knows? All right, we got another caller standing by. We will take a quickie break. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, questions and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We've got tons of texts and letters to read, so we'll do that shortly. But uh, we want to remind you, you're enjoying an open phone stay of On the Mark, the topic for your selection. We're talking a lot about President Biden. Joe's going to read the immigration clipping from Fox News. And he's also, you have something from MSNBC you want to read that? Well, no, it's a lengthy story, but okay. I, I read part of it. And okay. talking about MSNBC is even coming down on Biden and saying that he's, in effect, well, first of all, they always qualify everything by saying it really is the Republicans' fault, but Biden should have been doing something. Well, he's else. having a terrible fall. I like how it starts out. Uh, President Biden ha- is not having a great, great fall. fall. Is not having a great fall. And I thought, you mean like Humpty Dumpty had a great fall? And his I thought, le- oh, no, he means it's not His having. legislative agenda is treading water, his poll numbers are slipping, and all even right. his core supporters are unhappy. While they are prone to point the finger at the GOP and the press corps, the reality is that the White House has largely itself to blame. Bob, you're on the mark for another minute. Yeah, Biden's doing a great job. Look what oh, Trump right. just did. He's <laughs> trying to block uh, people from testifying. That just goes to show he's guilty. He's a guilty, worthless ex-president. Or, or maybe just exercising his rights. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, you, you came down you on... You, you don't came, exercise your rights if you're not guilty, do you? Uh, no, you but you're not. On, you want Joe, uh, J- Pete Buttigieg to have all his rights, but you don't want the president, the former <laughs> president to have his. But you're not required well, to testify against he's yourself. He's just trying to hold things up, hoping to get back in office so that they can't bring charges against him. I That's got a bulletin his, for you, Bob. His move. Donald as as Trump is our next and president. And the stores being empty... They, they don't have workers to put the stuff out on the shelves. And I went on uh, the Internet this morning. I, I was able to buy Xbox, Nintendo, the Wii. I was able to buy five cases of toilet paper from Staples. You know, everything's <laughs> out there if you look for it. All right. We and got as far as uh, well, sounds like you're planning a, goes, sounds you know, like you're planning a you big game. Uh, have it after six <laughs> weeks. What are they supposed to do? Go up there, go fishing, and see if you have a baby in you? Sounds like you're planning a big game night with a lot of uh, bathroom activity. <laughs> no, actually, what I'm doing is I'm buying it. and I'm going to double. I'll sell for twice the price on eBay. Oh, brother. That's called profiteering. Is that legal? That is profiteering. You ought to be ashamed yes, of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Uh, oh, no, I guess it's a it's merchant. It's almost like the black market. Who, uh, well, I think well, an individual I learned product. from the ex-president. Got you on that one. All right. Thank you, Bob. Bob one, Joe nothing. Thanks, Bob. Good luck with all that toilet paper. (laughs) Right. All right. Read the lower left-hand corner. The lower left-hand corner. Bob says prices are higher because higher wages and that they have to make it up somehow. Who has to make up what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is true. All right. Any one of these is fair game. All right. Uh, This one is, um, I'll take the the text here because they're (laughs) it all together. I'll take Eric for 200. (laughs) Eric for 200. Time to concentrate on therapeutics for treating COVID. But the far left fights therapeutics that have been proven effective. And I assume he's talking about ivermectin. Why? Well, not just that. Uh, There was a big diatribe from everybody on all sides of the aisle against the Merck. There's a difference between preventing and lessening symptoms, and the Biden administration has been selling it prevents. They lie. And Eric, where's your complaint about Biden shipping illegals, COVID-positive COVID illegals around the country? And Eric, living in fear is a terrible way to live. Treating everyone as diseased is terribly bigoted. Okay, right here, the one in the middle. All right. I'd like to propose a compromise to those who believe that unvaccinated people, like myself, are the reason that COVID is still around. I had 
had COVID and have natural immunity, which is proven to be much stronger than the vaccine and is showing that the antibodies last longer as well. The argument I constantly hear is that even if you have natural antibodies, that you should get the shot and you'll be doubly protected. So here's my proposal. I'll get the vaccine if some of your COVID crazy callers will go out and get COVID. You say you won't get nearly as sick if you're vaccinated, so it shouldn't be a problem and be much more protected than just from the vaccine itself. Hmm. Signed, Doug. You know, there's a molecule of logic to that. <laughs> I can't see too many of our callers being no. willing to go out and get anyway, COVID. All right, another listener says, Joe and Mark, please explain to that gentleman that breakthrough cases of COVID are sometimes happening, even though a person is vaccinated. I'm one of those people who got a breakthrough case of COVID. The thing of it is, the COVID attack is not as strong as if a person were unvaccinated. As far as Colin Powell, he had an underlying medical condition, a concern with blood cancer that took its toll on his immunity system. If that man wants to risk getting a bad case of COVID and have to be on a ventilator praying for recovery and pleading, I wish I had gotten the vaccine, he better stop the silly ideas he has. He obviously is unaware of the constant explanations on the news media about the issue. He needs to start listening to the news or read the newspaper. By the way, the first thing my doctor said to me after I had the breakthrough infection of COVID-19, quote, I bet your case was not as severe, right? Unquote. It wasn't. And I'm one of those people with an underlying medical condition. I had a fever many times and was tired. As President Biden would say, come on, man, get the vaccine. <laughs> Thank you. And this is from one of the smartest women in the world. And so we okay. appreciate that. And well, that kills those. Okay. Right. So uh, the only ones that left, I'm going to highlight them, but then I'll take away the highlight. Oh, okay. I know which ones okay. are left. Okay. Uh, why is the Biden oh. administration moving illegals around the country under the cover of darkness? What are they hiding? Well, they're hiding moving the illegals around the country in the cover of darkness. That's what they're hiding. Okay. Uh, to the CDC, let's go, Brandon. That's some I, kind of that reference is still lost on me. Uh, I wonder if Stan was wearing a mask at work when he was next to his co-worker who should have stayed home with COVID. If so, masks do protect and save lives. Um, oh, you, oh, all right, that's, a, that's a very good interpretation from just two letters. Well, but <laughs> um, most people don't know they have COVID until it gets bad. I mean, you, you have this four or five day of contagion where you don't even know you have it. And so, I mean, that's a good argument for wearing a mask in the workplace, but the individual can't just stay home with COVID. You don't know you have it. Well, I can tell you that I have, uh, as you do, a police and fire monitor, and I hear many, many calls for trouble breathing. And I assume they are from people who, for you know, have COVID or some uh, viral-like infection similar to COVID. Okay. And, you know, so it's certainly alarming to me that so many people are having difficulty breathing. And I, and I know that those were, there weren't that many calls in the past about that issue. All right. This is from the same individual as the previous one. So go ahead. Uh, oh, uh, right here. Okay. Uh, what is going on with the supply chain seems to be purposeful, and if those responsible need to be arrested... And, oh, and if it is, those responsible need to be arrested. Well, what would the charge be? Well, the whole supply chain's out of sync. I mean, it's everything. It's like a spider web or something. And it's like a ball of string. You can't just say, aha, one of the strings is busted. I mean, the whole thing is so complex. And then this one's to Bob. Yeah, Bob, when prices go up for essentials, you're going to pay it. But you will probably buy less because with inflation, your paycheck is worth less. 
All right, and the next uh, text is uh, about Pete Buttigieg taking a family leave. We talked about it extensively yesterday. I thought one of our good listeners aptly stated that when you have a public service job, there typically is supposed to be a little bit of a sacrifice to that. Now, obviously, the $200,000 salary is not that big of a sacrifice, but uh, Pete Buttigieg is, uh, did take family leave for months. And to that end, Buttigieg has a cabinet-level position that demands his full attention. He should do his job. Job. He has a partner to take care of the little ones. Oh, that's sweet. Stan is so concerned about the little ones. We don't know what ones. the partner does, do we? Uh, I'm sure that's out there. Okay. I don't think Pete has any more secrets. No, All I right. guess not. one 800 Stand by Eric. We will be right back. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. Mark Lawrence is uh, sitting across from me, busily engaged in trying to see if there are any more texts. And we have Eric asking for another minute. So, Eric, you are on the mark for one more minute. 20 of them. Thank you, gentlemen. I love it when, um, and I believe in open forum, I love when people call in and take an opposite point of view to me. But I love it most when, quote, unquote, that uh, the people who uh, attack my position just happen to uh, tweet in or send emails and everything with not... uh, Putting their own position, I think that that's cowardly. Uh, I liken that to the the, the the thousands of people who assaulted the Capitol and then refused to go inside and sit there and say, "Go get them, go get them," you know. But they were just exercising their right of free speech. They really didn't violate any laws. So here we go. Uh, I'm a Democrat. I think that's, that's probably very evident. I do not believe I'm shocked. That our president <laughs> is doing. Now let me finish. Okay. Uh, I, I do not agree with his. Um, his, uh, uh, what he's doing, supposedly doing with uh, uh, the, I, I'm going to call them illegal aliens, because I think they are. I think he should be upholding the law as it is and maybe trying to change that where he can. I do not believe in this far outreaching, try to buy everything. I think we need to try to rebuild America. I like that restructuring plan to, to infrastructure. But then to try to throw a complete net to provide absolute, uh, uh, you know, free, free uh, community college for everyone, no, no. Uh, to uh, the, uh, Free and universal uh, pre-K, perhaps. But, uh, you know, no, there's too much going on here. We have to be focused. I'm not afraid to criticize uh, President Biden because I think he's trying to do a good job, but I think uh, there's a lot of things he's misguided on. Unlike, unlike all the Trumpers who, who called in, anything that Donald Trump that came out of his mouth was roses. They believed it, and if you didn't follow what he said, then you were un-American. I think a lot of people said, like Joe does, is that you know his things that came out of his mouth were awful, but his policies were good. I, I think a lot of people uh, said I never that. heard Dan or... <laughs> well, a lot Dan. of the stuff... Or, that... I'm, I'm going to cite Dan because he's my, probably my polar opposite up there in New Berlin... Uh, Ironically, he's the next caller on the line, too. <laughs> I don't, I don't well, think Dan, uh, I want Dan to say one, tell me one thing he did not like that President Trump did. He didn't get elected again. Yeah. That's what he did. <laughs> yeah, he blew no, the pandemic. because the, the election was stolen. And Dan, explain to me, when he comes on, Dan, explain to me how this, is, this uh, whole uh, pandemic is a hoax. Uh, to get Donald Trump out of office when the whole world is involved and other countries around the world shut down. Dan, tell me how that works, that other countries shut down so we would get, elect a different president. Dan, I'd like, like Dan to answer that. Okay. Oop, oh, gee, oh, I'm sorry. Well, his I, minute was up anyway. So. Well, yeah, and I switched <laughs> to Dan before. I just put my finger on the button and okay. it switched. Uh, but we are on Dan now. Dan, do you wish to answer those questions? Amen, brother. I'll <laughs> make a stab at it. The, the the way they use COVID-19 to get rid of Trump, they uh, made as if 
he developed it. They call it the Trump virus. They blamed it on him when actually it was Dr. Fauci that was behind <laughs> developing the virus. Trump was only, and one thing Trump did that I disagree with, more than one, he they railroaded him into wearing a mask because of because of the left wing pressure, and I didn't agree with him rushing out these quote unquote vaccines that aren't vaccines at all. all right. And I disagreed with him on that, playing the game. And he probably thought it would help him win the election, but eh, it didn't help. Yeah, by then the death toll was too high and too many misdeeds and misstatements had already happened. Well, not, not on his side. He didn't do the misdeeds. He just we didn't. We knew it was a hoax to get rid of Trump. Yeah, that we COVID nineteen is a real thing, but it's not near near as bad as the left wing makes it. They want to <laughs> use it against. They used it against Trump to get him out, but it was in the cards. I'm sure the families of the hundreds of thousands of dead people in the U.S. would say, well, actually, Dan, it is pretty serious. But anyway, go ahead. Well, again, I tried to teach you people (laughs) what you never learned, that them figures are inflated way beyond measure. I give you examples of documented evidence. Right. We believe that. So I I think the number in the U.S. sort of publicly is 700,000. Let's just stipulate that it's half of that or or one-third of that, actually, to use your criteria. That's still 200,000 people dead on President Trump's watch because he ignored and denied and obfuscated. Did I say it right this time? Obfuscated. Obfuscated. I'm sorry. No, he didn't. Don't use a word you can't say. He went along. He rushed them, like, quote-unquote... Vaccines. Yeah, he actually rushed that. He okay. was on your so-called yours on the left-wing side. There, he was going along with the game. By then, it was too late, though. He well, had already the writing was on the wall. By the time he well, was, well, the mask, you know, that hurt him. Dr. Yes, Dr. Fauci agreed. Mask didn't work, but that then it became a the the. The idea was, hey, we we're gonna this. We're not gonna let this pandemic go to waste. Democrats always say, don't let a crisis go to waste. So they thought, now's our chance to control the masses. So this is a practice session. I don't care whether you believe it or not. This is a practice session for the new world order. And how many people will submit Joe's scoffing. to their government? Wow. And whether you're going to work. This masking don't do <laughs> deadly, I put it that way. <laughs> it's, that, it's an idea. You don't look at Biden and his. Why, they don't mask when they're not in public. Okay, so Dan, masks don't work, right? Well, Dan, how come, if this is a test for the New World Order, how come you're not knuckling under? 
He had it. You know, you would, you would think that you would be a target, a prime target. We would want to, the New World Order people would want to stop you from coming on the air and speaking the truth. Well, you're an open forum. You're, you're well, we, we don't allow that here at the New World Order. We don't allow open forums. I'm sorry, we got to muzzle Dan. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. You know, because uh, there's plenty of us out here that believe, that understand what's going on in this you know, in our valley here, they call us Little Alabama sometimes. Really? There's a lot of truth. I never heard that. I never, I never heard that. I heard of Pennsylvania. Yeah, okay, that would be the same. But there's a lot of tu- truth seekers live in this valley, and I, I'm surrounded by a lot of them, and they're not falling for any of this BS that the government's putting out there. But uh, what what uh, what my original call was, I had, this is first-hand information, first-hand, not second-hand. I have a, a lady I visit in help in, uh, in one of the local nursing homes. She got COVID, 99 years old, and it, she only got sniffles from it, fully recovered, no bad effects, and she's still living at the age of 100 right now. She had it before the vaccines were just coming out, the so-called vaccines. Well, Dan, nobody's claiming, the, nobody's claiming that COVID kills everybody. I mean, many people, the overwhelming majority of people do recover from it. The point yeah. is that many people die from it. And if the vaccine, which I know you hate, can limit that number or prevent some of those deaths, I submit to you it's well worth taking. What, it prevents some people from getting it at well, all? Well, how do you know? Now, here's a great question. They say, <laughs> well, if you wouldn't have had the vaccine, you would have got it worse. <laughs> now, how do they know that? Well, I think they know, it, they know it empirically because of right. the number of people who get very sick from it, the number of people who don't get very sick from it, and the number of people who have mild symptoms. It's easy and to I say know, if 32% I know of the lots people. lots of people that had it. It varies, like, like the lady, 99. Yeah, she just had the sniffles. Some people, mm. I, when I had it, I, had, I lost my sense of smell, sense of taste. I had ringing in the ears, fever, and I couldn't eat for a couple days. Well, just think, if you'd had had the vaccine, you wouldn't have had any of those symptoms, probably. Or you might not have gotten it at all. You might not have gotten it at all. You you can't prove a negative. Right, that's true. No argument. You can't prove a negative. (laughs) What I know is positive how I had it. And by the way, several years ago, I had a virus, another I don't know which strain it was, but I was a lot sicker from that. And I, well, there are I diseases worse than breathing. COVID. All right, and we got to move on, Dan. We got to move on. I got to stop you. Got to move on. Got to move on, Dan. I'm sorry, we have another call. Penny, we have to take All a break. Right, you thank you. You guys have a great day. You too. Day. Take care. Yeah, thank you so much for calling. Appreciate it. All right, we got one caller lined up after the break, but we'll take more comers. 1 800 795 9565. Have to tell you how I got the, the latest vehicle that I'm driving around. It is a Ford F 150. It's ruby red, which is like that dark red with the gray trim. It is just gorgeous with leather seats. My lovely bride uh, said, well, if they're going to let you drive around in one, you might as well 
get leather seats. So we ordered one up. It did take a couple months, but that's there. But whether you want to Ford Explorer, Escape, or Expedition, or Excursion, R-R-R, and you put a big lift kit on that, and you got quite the monster there. Or a Hyundai, or a Kia. I'm, of course, partial to the uh, Kia, but uh, I think the Kia Telluride is probably the perfect vehicle in the entire world, and they come in a hybrid version with super gasoline mileage, or you can get the Hyundai Veloster, which I think is the second nicest vehicle in the world, and it fits right in the back of my truck, and I'll tell you what, you can do all of these vehicles, or they have some on the lot, they have a lot more vehicles on the lot than they did earlier this year, so go down and check it out and see if maybe they have one on hand, if not, join the hundreds of people who are ordering up vehicles from the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, let's see, where do you want to go, Well, Joe? we have Dick who's been holding for quite a while, okay. so we'll go with Dick. For Milton, you're on the mark. Dick, good morning. I'm going to make this quick. One of the first things you talked about, Joe, was these mystery flights in the middle of the night flying these people. So I sat here for about 15 minutes. I went to four or five different search engines. The last time I could find any anything about like this is in June. So, so where's, what's your source? Front page today of the New York Post. I have actual photographs of the planes unloading. Wonder, wonder why when I go to all these search engines, nobody, nobody, not even Drudge, nobody led me to that site. Well, it's just today, it's just today that they've discovered it. Well, yeah, but normally these search engines aren't, you know, they're not that far behind the curve. You and know I that. think they're, they kind of investigate right on. Yeah, the story's got a lot of exclusive keep every, information. Keep and everything, so. Well, I'll go look at it there then, because I, last time I found anything, it was in June. Yep. It, it was an exclusive story. I think that's their reporting, their enterprise well, reporting. I'll, I'll, I'll go look. But, you know, I, I don't, I'm not as smart as Dan and Stan and, or Stan and all you guys out there. And it, I'm just a stupid guy from central Pennsylvania that went to service. Hey, you and me both. We don't believe you're Thank stupid. You. For heaven's sakes, right. we appreciate your calls. You always have an informed and enlightened opinion. Thanks for doing your own research. don't always agree with you, and you don't always agree with me, but I always like to hear from you. I like the meme that you're walking past a cemetery and it was the tombstone is a freshly dug tombstone at a grave and it says I did my own COVID research. <laughs> yeah, boy. All right, so you got lots of words in front of yeah, you. Yeah, I do. Um, if Dan doesn't believe in COVID, how and why would he know that he had it? Well, uh, he well, didn't say he tested, didn't believe in it. He did he? I don't think Dan Dan admits there is such a thing. He doesn't believe in COVID. masking or vaccination. Right. And uh, let's see. V A E R S. 
our vaccine our adverse, vaccine adverse effect, effect reporting system. system showed that at the beginning of this week, 16,000 deaths, 23,000 disabilities, 10,000 myocardial infarctions, 87,000 urgent care visits, 75,000 hospital stays, and 775,000 total adverse events. The virus system is widely known to to underreport under. events by one to ten percent. All I'm right. not certain I understand Dennis's point. Well, there. the point is that the vaccine causes some health issues, and oh, uh, that was what he was saying. Okay, right. And even clear. in okay. its worst case scenario, it is still far less. You know, even with those adverse effects, it's still far less than the issues that COVID causes. But a lot of people don't want to get vaccinated, well, and, and that's why. I think that another question they're asking is: Would was Dan tested for COVID? Which would lead me to believe if you well, why yeah, would if you, you get got tested? sick. All right. Well, maybe they. Why would you accept a test for something? Well, you can't get treated at the doctor if, okay. if uh, you don't know for sure if that's what you have. Then vaccine talk from Trump started soon after the COVID problem became serious. How soon did you want it to start? Well, let's face it, that Donald Trump at some point said it's going to disappear and that it's not going to be anything. You yeah, he know? said he'd be back in church by Easter. Right. I he mean, didn't say which year. I mean, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't hold Donald Trump up as the paragon of virtue here. You give him credit for what he did. What he did was to launch the rapid uh, rapid vaccine Purdue produ- yeah, problem what's the name of the rapid vaccine what effort he had a name for it oh gee he did uh, oh operation warp speed yes okay good for you all right I'd forgotten also incidentally <laughs> I had to dredge that up from the <laughs> right That's bottom the part of my burner. memory uh, Eric the Chinese commies wanted Trump gone and do you think they care about a few dead people hence the virus release you have a better explanation Hmm. I'm not certain that that's well. I'm. Mean, why would well, they? Why would they create sure. a vi- virus to try and kill people to get rid of President Trump? I, that doesn't exactly equate to me. Well, he was making their life very difficult. Let's suppose for a moment we want to uh, uphold this uh, theory. Uh, President Trump was making their life miserable, you know, with tariffs and being very stern with them. And uh, they saw that if President Biden was going to be the option. Anything goes, and they knew Trump would mishandle it because of his bravado and his inability to believe science. So uh, that that would support that. It, it's all folk, fake anyway. I mean, it's not really what happened, but or at least we don't think so. Well, no president wants to admit that something has gone wrong in his watch. Exactly. Well, look at President Biden. <laughs> transitory inflation. Right. Oops, okay, every expert says it's going to be two years. But anyway. Yeah, well, it's not transitory if you have to buy something. Well, but then you have people like our good caller who's bought cases of toilet paper he's going to resell on eBay. <laughs> Another listener sent us a letter says, this is a lot This is a lot of people to die from a hoax, much less part of a plot to get Trump out of office. And they sent us an October 1st Reuters clipping that says worldwide deaths surpassed 5 million Friday, according to a Reuters tally. And what was the total of the number of people who actually got COVID? You know, I never see that number. Mm. Oh my gosh, it's billions and billions. Yeah, billions? It's half the half the half the planet has had it. Really? Well, then where where is our herd immunity? Why hasn't that kicked in? <laughs> well, I guess it's maybe we're the wrong herd. We got to find a new herd. <laughs> All right, we didn't get to some texts, but they disappear after 24 hours. So send them again tomorrow morning if you thought that they were uh, worth checking into again. This is WKOK Sunbury.